Welcome to Referrals and Rants, your podcast about business development and sales, because it's not just about having a pretty business, but actually a business that brings in cha-ching, cha-ching, sales. I am your host, Antoinette Miner, and I thank you for joining me today. If you find that this podcast is of value, please share with a friend or two who have a business or are looking to get into business, and let's jump right in to this podcast. Hey guys, happy Sunday. Welcome to another episode of Referrals and Rants. I am truly excited about today's episode because I'm answering a listener question and I'm so excited and so happy for all of the questions that have come in and all of the topics that you guys want to hear. So please keep sending them. Um, You can send them to referralsandrants at gmail.com or send them directly to me on Instagram at Antoinette K. Minor. Sometimes I do listener polls on the Insta stories and that's where I get a, a huge bulk of ideas. So keep on sending them in. It's early, but I have to go out and really play nice with a potential client today, this morning, and I unfortunately woke up late because I was up until 4 a.m. trying to complete a project. Um, So I have that like weird time where it's like, I have enough time to do something, but not enough time to do what I really need to do. So I was like, let me just record an episode, especially because I have the listener question ready to go. Housekeeping rules, you know, Macy's in the background, giving her support. So if you hear anything in the background, just let just just know it's the diva herself. Sidebar, quick story about Macy, because I think this is a really cool um, story about how being transparent and being you in your business can really help you land the deal. A lot of people tend to be super duper so professional that they don't show their authentic authentic self or give people a glimpse into their real life. And I actually closed the deal with the client and we started our project yesterday. And what's really interesting about that project is that she hired me one by referral. So she heard about my services and heard someone sing my praises. And then she went on my website to really just do her homework. And I find it hilarious that she said to me, I really like what you do, but I hired you because of your cute little dog on your website. I First of all, it warmed my heart because you all know that Macy is the real CEO of TYP Social Media Co. <laughs> but also the fact that like Macy gets to earn her keep this month. So she paid the rent. I'm super duper excited. We about to, I don't know, put her out more often because sometimes I worry that she, I, I talk all about Macy all day long. Um, but she seems to be getting the job done. So it is what it is. Let's get into this question. My question comes from Tess of Colorful Exchange. Shout out to her and her business. If you guys get a moment, please check her out. Um, it's colorfulexchange.com with an X, not an EX. I hope you get that right. And um, she makes really great skincare and hair products. So check her out. She's a great supporter. So I figured this is a really great opportunity to answer her question. And it's a follow up from last week's episode talking about um, vendor opportunities. 
I had quickly mentioned something about decision makers and she asked me to do a spinoff episode because she didn't quite get it. Um, who is the decision maker? Is it someone inside of her company? Is it her business partner? Do they schedule things for you? She says, do they hire people to work for you? I'm confused. That's okay. Because if you're confused, that means someone else is confused. And I'm more than happy to answer this question. So when you're thinking about decision makers, you're thinking about who says yes to your contract. Now, if you are business to consumer, your decision maker is your target audience, it's your customer. But decision makers are typically, um, is, is typically a term that you're, you hear in the business to, co- business, to business um, sales funnel pipeline, whatever you want to call it. And it helps you target a specific person or a specific role within an organization that you need to speak to or you need to get their attention or you need to get in front of so that way they can say yes to hiring you or approving your contract. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples so that way this makes sense. Right off the top of my head, The first thing that I can tell you is about um, my decision maker when I was in my credit union days. So long story short, my role in that job was to connect with other businesses in the area and tell them that they should add the credit union as a benefit to their employee packages. Why? Because if you don't know about credit unions, typically you cannot just walk into a credit union and join. You usually have to live, work, worship, volunteer, or go to school in a specific areas. There's credit unions for just teachers. There's credit unions for just policemen and firemen. There's credit unions just for people who live in Philadelphia, for example. And this particular credit union, um, only allowed employees who were sponsored employer groups, that's what they call them, sponsored employer groups, to join this credit union. So I had to go to these different companies and ask them, hey, do you wanna become a sponsored employer group? Why? Because your employees get to, to become a member of the credit union. And there's a whole list of reasons why they would wanna do that and blah, 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 blah. But we'll save that episode for for pitching or something like that. Either way, so imagine if I was to go out and knock on a door, cold calling, cold leading, whatever, and I talk to the receptionist. The receptionist very well could pass my information along to the next person, but she very well could just keep it there. That's typically who you would call the gatekeeper. Another episode. Um, So instead of trying to talk to the receptionist or talk to the person in the contact center or talk to the person in marketing and then try to talk to the person in, I don't know, finance, these are all areas that are interconnected, but not related to the person or the department that I need to to get to. My decision maker lived in the human resources department. Why? because they were ultimately the people who decided what the employee benefits were. Now, did that mean the decision maker may have to get approval from someone else, maybe the president or the CEO or the board or the, or the vice president? Yes, absolutely. But it was my job to, to 
show the value to that decision maker or to that person because they understood exactly what my product service was going to do for them, their business and their employees. So they ultimately were choosing the benefits that the employees of X, Y, and Z company were going to get. So I wanted to talk to the HR person, the vice president of HR, the, I don't know, HR manager, especially around those times when they're picking benefits, it's benefit season, and they can just add me to their employee benefits packages. So that was my decision maker in that particular case. Now I'm going to take Tess and give her an example of what her decision maker might look like. So Tess, you have an online business with hair care skin products, right? Your business to business decision maker, depending on what your business goal might be at the moment, is anyone that probably could say to you, yes, I'm going to accept your offer to do wholesale or to sell wholesale to me. That might be the business owner if it's a small business. It could be the merchandising department if you're going for a big corporation like a Target or a Macy's or something like that. But ultimately, the person who decides what products and services are going to be sold at this particular store. So that's another example. And how do you find this decision maker? Typically, you can go on a website if it's a big um, company and look at their organizational chart. If you find that the HR piece is missing um, or the decision maker is missing, then I would say go a level above and that's the person that you need to talk to. So it might be the CEO because it's a baby company that maybe outsources their HR or it could be um, that they don't have an HR department. Maybe they have an employee relations department. Um, I hope that makes sense. But definitely go online and look at your organizational charts. The second way is to ask that gatekeeper, who do I talk to in um, when it comes to da-da-da-da-da-da-da? So I would say, who do I talk to in order to um, discuss employee benefits? And they would say, oh, it's this person, or you need to talk to someone in human resources. My next follow-up question is, who's the right person in human resources? Who, who's that person that, that ultimately makes the decisions? They could choose to give it to me or not to give it to me, but at least I am cutting out a lot of different contacts and a lot of different barriers and a lot of different discussions because I know exactly who can sign the check and who can um, decide to hire me, contract me, utilize my, my products and services. So for TYP Social Media Co., I may not necessarily want to talk to the assistant or the customer service representative that, that answers the phone. I may call up and directly say, hi, um, I'm looking for additional information about your social media marketing services. Can I speak to your vice president of marketing? Do you see how that sounds even just better than calling up and saying, hey, I offer digital marketing services. Um, I would love to get my information over to you. Who should I send it to? No, no, no. I'm asking you for someone who has a specific role, a specific title, um, a specific duty and a specific task, especially in those big organizations, because if there's a lot of people working there, they may not know exactly who to pinpoint 
in marketing to give you to. But if I say I need that vice president of marketing or I need the head of the department, they exactly know who that is. Another example, let's just say, and I'm only thinking of this because I know a few people on my timeline who um, actively try to either get their books or their programs inside of schools, you're not necessarily looking to uh, get your things in front of the teacher. Will the teacher become your ambassador because they do see a true value? Absolutely. And that that really supports your claim when you're, when you're ready to come up to the conversation with the decision maker. So having that conversation with those who will use the product and service will definitely help. But it may not be the teacher that you want to talk to. You want to get the teacher on board, but ultimately your, your decision maker is probably going to be the guidance counselor or even the principal or someone who does maybe community relations inside of that school. So Think of your decision maker, again, as somebody that is just going to sign the check. Sometimes not sign the check, but you know what I mean. Sign the contract and say, it's all good to hire you. We got you, girl. You can come on in and do your business with us. And this also helps with choosing where you need to be when it comes to prospecting. So I had mentioned it in the vending episode because if your decision maker is um, the merchandising department, where are you going to go? You're going to go to those um, events where it's like maybe a trade show where there's going to be merchandising professionals there to look at new products and services. You're going to be at those conferences where merchandisers are going to learn the new rules, laws, regulations around different types of products. If you sell products, um, beauty products, for example, like Tess, you might be at the next conference about toxins and having organic products and learning the laws and the rules and regulations because who's going to be there? The people at the company who know what they need to, what what their audience is going to need or what, what's going to change coming forward. And if your product fits that, fits that description, Okay, you know where your vendor fees need to go. It needs to go to being at this event so you can get in front of those people that you need to target. So your homework assignment here is to take a look back at all of the contracts that you may have secured and think about what's the role in the title of that person that has signed that contract or said yes, and then see the trend and say, you know what? Okay, my decision maker is based on who I've spoken to in the past. Could it be somebody different, you know, especially with organizations that that have wonky or weird org org charts? Yeah, of course. Um, But you'll find who that person is. But if you know typically who that person is, then you should be okay. And moving forward, that's that's who you want to be lined to. That's who you want to find so that way you can cut out a lot of the fluff of the sales process in the pipeline and get straight to the meeting that you need to get to to make that sale. And yes, if you have an online business, you need to do this too. So that concludes this episode of Referrals and Rants. Thank you so much for sitting through my morning voice but remember, I'm just I'm just doing this out of a labor of love and I'm I'm trying to upload these as fast as possible. And if it's 830 on a Sunday morning, then that's what we're going to do, because I want to make sure that you guys get something of value instead of listening to the, something that's just going to give you a motivational Instagram quote, quote, 
Yeah, I said it. All right, y'all. If you have other questions, please, please, please send them to referralsandrants at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this and the other episodes, please comment, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of that good stuff. And please remember to share this with someone who may need it. And I look forward to talking to you guys on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Referrals and Rants. Remember, if you found this of value, please share with one or two friends that could use the information. If you have ideas about future episodes or you have questions, feel free to send them over to referralsandrants at gmail.com and follow me, your host, Antoinette Minor, on all social media platforms at Antoinette K Minor or, sorry, on Twitter at Antoinette-TYP. Sound like that. You know where to find me, AntoinetteMinor.com. And I look forward to having you on another episode of Referrals and Rants.